What is up, podcast? This is going to be the first episode of a new series called Growth, which will kind of try to aim to be more evergreen content. I talked about this on the last podcast episode, but I want to try to make episodes and uh, content that I am able to provide value where even if you were to listen to the episode a year or two from now, I think that that content would still be very useful. So uh, this is the 25th episode of The Creative Process. So really what I think this growth series is going to be about is bringing as much value as I can in areas that uh, I am currently doing things that I think are going to better my future. So this first episode, uh, or this first part rather, um, is going to focus on Instagram and growth on that platform in 2019. And I think a lot of these principles honestly will apply um, for a long time going forward and can even be used to some extent on other platforms. So uh, the purpose of this really is going to be explaining why I think Instagram is so useful and why building an audience there, um, if you are creative, is extremely important. So there's a lot of information here, so I'm just going to kind of go off the top of my head and uh, get started. So a lot of other creatives that I talked to about this subject um, have had uh, pretty good results from trying the things that I talk about with them. Um, and I will just kind of upfront say that, uh, you know, growing an audience on any platform is going to be extremely time consuming and is not going to be a very easy thing to do. But if you put work in and you are very genuine about the way that you do it and you do it the right way, I think that it can end up paying off massively in the long run. So to just kind of put this into perspective, um, my Instagram account, I started back in 2011, right after the app first came out. And I used it kind of as just like a digital scrapbook. I would upload photos there pretty regularly for for many years, um, for the entire time since it's been out. What I ended up doing at the tail end of 2017, right at the beginning of 2018, was I archived every single post. I think there was like seven or 800 of them, maybe a little less. I archived every single post with the goal of restarting uh, fresh, basically. So I um, wanted to commit to uploading only high quality photography taken from a like a DSLR type camera and now in this case I shoot with the uh, Sony mirrorless system. So when I did this I also um, something that I would not recommend doing and, and kind of learn my lesson from this is I wanted to remove inactive followers because when you post a photo um, you know you want your following base to have a high level of engagement. So if, uh, if, you know, a lot of my followers have been inactive since 2010 or 11 or whatever it might be, um, then I wanted to remove those people. So I used like a third party service that went through and located all of the people that, um, had been inactive or maybe were bots and it, this app, uh, block and unblocked all of them, which made them no longer follow me. Um, by doing this, it brought my follower count from, I want to say around 500 down to like just over 200. I think it was like 220, something in that area. 
So then what I ended up doing was um, I started uploading just as much as I could. Uh, I would go on a lot of, uh, you know, trips around Arizona and shoot a ton. And when I go out and I go to these beautiful locations, I would take a massive amount of photos, several thousand usually, um, in a day. And I would then kind of gradually roll those uh, photos out to kind of hold a similar theme. So if you look at my profile, you'll see there was a lot of like forest shots, a very green profile for a while. When I first started, I was trying to have a more dark, I, I was trying to do low light and a lot more night stuff and experiment with that. Um, and it's kind of evolved from that point. So um, this is important, um, you know, kind of creating almost a, a coffee book, uh, like a, like basically a magazine. You want your feed to be very cohesive and just uh, when people look at it, they can expect, uh, they know what to expect. They, they expect high quality content. And that's going to draw their eye. Um, if it looks good from your feed, then your photos are, you know, doing a good job of selling that theme. So that's like the first thing that's really important is picking a theme, finding a niche and trying to stick to it as much as you can. It doesn't have to be forever. You can change that up. But if you're able to hold that for a good amount of time, then it lets people know that you have a direction that you're heading in. The next thing is going to be... Uh, you know, overall growth. So, um, like I said, I, it went down to like 220, 230 followers. And as of right now, I'm just over 700, which by no means in that almost two years or so of time, that's, but that's not a lot at all. Um, that growth is really not that great. And I will be the first to admit that majority of that growth happened in 2018, 2019. I have been slacking really hard on doing the things that I need to be doing that will make my profile grow. So what I'm going to share here is something that I have tested myself and it has a lot of, uh, it has a lot of really good uses. Um, so what I end up using for growth on Instagram is not follow for follow. I don't use any type of bots or anything like that. Those are the wrong ways of doing growth. You don't want to buy bots. You don't want to buy uh, likes you don't want to automate responses because then you just come across as ingenuine and people I don't know people don't want to connect with that maybe it'll work for a good amount of people but you're not gaining actual fans you're not gaining people who like you for what you make so what I end up doing is I took uh, a strategy that Gary uh, Vaynerchuk talked about where he called it the dollar eighty strategy so what the strategy was um, is going to 10 hashtags a day and then leaving a meaningful comment and liking the top nine of each of those 10 hashtags, the top nine posts. So you would end up doing that uh, 90 times. And his whole thing was it came out to like $1.80 was the math on that. So uh, by doing that, you are getting your name out there. You're trying to connect with these top posts. These posts are viewed by lots of people um, because they are the top posts. And so by, you know, by the theory, then more people are going to see your name in the comments. They may click your profile. And if you have good content, which is, again, that's key. You need to have good content no matter where you're trying to grow then they're going to find your profile and they're going to want to follow you and interact with you as well. So uh, this strategy is fantastic. There are a lot of videos on YouTube um, of people that have used this strategy. And essentially, this is still the strategy that I like to use today. I do a couple of additional things um, that I believe um, help 
you know, my retention and help people enjoy the content that I make. Um, so I've kind of just uh, evolved um, his $1.80 strategy, which is 1.8. I feel like I've added enough of small things that I do to where I've just, when I tell people about this, I consider this like a 2.0 strategy. So kind of stupid naming, but um, it's basically the 2.0. It's the evolution of what he had started with that. Um, And I know that he's built on that too. I haven't really listened too much to him in the past uh, few months where, you know, I'm not getting updates on what exactly he's going through with that. But Basically, what I end up doing now is um, I'll still do, uh, I'll pick popular hashtags that are relevant to the type of content that I'm trying to make. And I will go through and leave likes and comments um, on a minimum of 10 of those posts. When I'm really doing this, when I'm really going hard with this, I'm doing it on more. If you get quick with this and you're able to kind of recognize like, oh, this is a good photo and leave a comment that's relevant to that photo, even something like this is so good, keep it up. If it's someone that you really care about and maybe you follow them, that's not ingenuine. You really are telling them like, this is good work, keep that up. Um, You know, keeping it above four or five words is definitely the best. Uh, That way you don't just look like another one of those people that are like, love this with like a heart emoji or something. Um, so by doing that, um, I, I will spend a good amount of time when I'm going hard with this, going through a lot of photos. Um, I even will go to, uh, the most recent photos, not just the top ones, because the most recent photos are almost by, by statistics, they're going to be uploaded by smaller profiles because there's just so many profiles with people that don't have high followings. So you go to their profiles, you go and you leave a comment or a like on photos that you actually like, that you actually think are good. And even if they're super small, they may only have 10 followers. You know, they see this account that posts high quality content. And if you're leaving a genuine comment and connecting with them, they're going to feel really special about that and they're going to be like man this is a nice guy I want to follow I want to keep up with his work so you're making genuine connections the more that you're able to do that Um, another way to just kind of get your profile in front of more eyes um, is when you go to post a new photo something that I do with the 2.0 method is uh, when I post a new photo I'll go to my previous photo and I will go to the likes I'll go to every single uh, I'll look at all the people who have liked my previous photo And I will go through the list and I will go to each and every one of these profiles, which I can still do now because I'm only averaging like one to 200 likes on my photos. Obviously, when this when you have more, more of a following, this is much harder to do. But I still think that this can give some value even then. Maybe you don't do it for everybody, but you go to these profiles of people who maybe you're not following them, but they're following you and you go through and you leave a like, um, I'll go through and like several of their photos I, you may not need to do comments, but I mean, if you want to make a better connection, then you can do comments and you go through and you do this. And then these people who have liked your work before, even though they may have found it through a hashtag and maybe they didn't follow you, all of a sudden you're showing up in their notification menu again. And they're like, Whoa, this guy, he looks familiar. They go to your profile and then they're like, oh yeah, I've liked his work before. Cool. He uploaded something new. What's this? That has been really useful for me as well. So um, again, none of this is disingenuous. I'm literally just trying to connect with more people, trying to get my work in front of more eyes, and then also trying to bring value to them at the same time while I'm giving my personal opinion on their photos or supporting their own work. So this is not an ingenuine way of doing this, something like a bot um, or buying followers would be. Um, This is literally trying to make connections with people, with real people, 
who have already liked my content. So you can do this. Uh, you can go to maybe another profile that posts photos similar to yours. Uh, let's use Peter McKinnon for an example. So you can go to his profile, you can go to his photos, and you can go to his likes. And there are going to be thousands and thousands of people there that have liked his work. And you can tell who has real profiles and who doesn't. Go to some of those profiles, leave some comments, leave some likes on some of their work you know, spread the love a little bit and they're going to maybe come and look at yours. And even if they don't, that's okay because you're still helping. You're still giving value to other people. And that's the important thing is just creating a sense of community, whether they follow you or not, you know, being a, being a good person is a good thing. Uh, one of the other major things that I do with this is location-based. So if I go, for example, to Mount Lemmon, which is located in Tucson, Arizona, um, if I go there and I do a trip or a hike and I take a lot of photos, I'm going to tag that location in my photos. And what I like to do is um, whether I'm going somewhere for the first time or maybe I've gone there and posted some work, I'll go to the location, uh, you know, the tagged location, and it'll show you all of the recent and all of the top posts from each of those locations. And that is a really great way to target your audience and say, you know what, I want to go and support and comment and, and like people's posts who have gone to these popular places that I have also gone and I have also created work. And by doing that, then you're going to literally target very, very specifically people who have gone and hiked those same trails and have seen those same things. And they're going to come and find your work that you've taken there. And they are going to feel con a connection there because they have also done that or been to those places. That is a really good way of doing it. I mean, you can literally use this to try to target followers at any location in the world. Maybe you're going to move somewhere and you want to make some friends great way of doing that. Maybe you want to scout locations and see where are some places that I'd like to go and take photos myself. Looking up different locations on Instagram has been one of the most useful things that I have adopted into my photography in the last two years, and I would highly recommend you do it. So um, I know that there are more of these things that I that I currently do, and there are more things that you will do as you find out, um, you know, things like using Instagram stories, something I think I should do more of in the future is doing some Instagram lives, using more of the features on the platform uh, is going to encourage the platform to show you to more people. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that you can do encouraging uh, conversation through captions using useful captions on your photos, uh, inviting people to join a, a topic or a conversation and asking them their opinion or just trying to get them involved, you know, and create more community that way. Um, great ways to grow your own profile and get more people to be aware of who you are. Um, there are there are many, many things there are lots of videos, lots of content on this. And this is just what I have found to be the most useful. Um, and what I'm going to actually do is uh, at the time of recording this, like I said, I'm just over 700 followers. So um, it, for my, in order for me to kind of practice what I preach, I'm going to make a commitment uh, every day from this point forward uh, for the rest of this year, I am going to be doing this method and we're going to see exactly where I go um, from, you know, the, the middle of June of 2019 to the end of the year we're going to see where i end up for my uh, my follower account on uh, on instagram um, i do have some ideas for other platforms as well but i think i'm going to share that in a future of this uh this growth series that i'm going to do on the podcast um so i hope you know that you've taken away from this i will say that this method is very time consuming and i think that it is good to figure out how to streamline it and make this uh, make this process not so uh, tedious. 
I've, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like I've, when I practice this pro, this, uh, you know, this method, I see tons of growth in it. And I've taught this method to a few other people. And as they've done it consistently, they have also seen massive growth, but it's easy to burn out on it. It's easy for it to get repetitive and to feel almost robotic. So finding new ways and trying new things on the platform that can still encourage your growth and kind of cycling through those things, I think is a great way to uh, have uh, more longevity for doing this. So um, I am going to commit myself to doing this uh, a lot more. Maybe you don't need to do it every single day if that's exhausting to you maybe do it a couple times a day or I mean a couple times a week um, but I you know it's it's just fact if you are commenting and, and liking people's posts that don't follow you uh, and you know putting your words out there on popular posts then other people are going to find you other people are going to see your work and then it just becomes a matter of you need to create something that is special to you that you are proud of you need to create good content and upload it somewhat regularly which is also something that i've been bad at but i'm going to be better with um, because i'm kind of willing it out there in the universe right now so this has been the first of the growth series uh some you know future uh attempt at making more evergreen content for my podcast and uh, i want to go over a lot of different topics here i'm going to talk about business related stuff finance stuff um you know editing shooting like all of it when it comes to growth i think that growing as a person and growing as a creative are very important and this uh this little i guess series is you know the is aiming to provide as much of that as possible so uh, yeah, I hope that you took some value from this. Uh, feel free to reach out on any of my socials and uh, please do give me some feedback on this because uh, I'm pretty pretty hyped on this episode. I, I, uh, I think this is a good one and uh, I would love to hear back from you guys. So thank you so much. I hope that you all have a fantastic week and I will see you on the next one. Bye everybody.